0: Welcome back to another Super Awesome Mix. My name is Matt Sidholm, alongside my co-host and co-founder of Super Awesome Mix, Sammer. Abu Salbi. Samar, how are we doing this week?
1: I'm doing real well. I'm excited for now our monthly series of covering new music. This is honestly one of my... Well, you know what? I'm going to say it's one of my favorites, but... <laughs> As we've discussed, <laughs> every mix is one of my favorites. I like them all.
0: <laughs> but this is one of our favorites. We talk about this every time we do a new music mix. And I think last year we did it just a couple of times. Then we moved it up to quarterly. And now we're just like, there's so much new music that comes out <laughs> that we're like, we could do this monthly and never run out of content. So yeah, now once a month, you could come back and get a, a new music mix. So I, I'm really excited about this going forward.
1: Yeah, me too. It's been fun. And I was reflecting on my picks this, you know, this round where they're, they're very pop heavy. And it's kind of funny, because I think that's cool. You know, personally speaking, like, I think it's fun that some I lean in on on pop, and I kind of go through that others, I was, you know, more maybe into rock music and leaning in on that. So even just from a personal standpoint, it's been interesting to see how my own music tastes changed throughout the year. I wonder if there's a pattern there I can look back on. <laughs> like, different seasons lend me towards different genres or or if it's just all random
0: you see and what immediately came to my mind is kind of what's available because i found myself listening to a lot more pop stuff just based on what was new in october Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean that's that's kind of interesting so i wonder if it is i wonder if that those releases are based on seasons you know, that would be. Interesting yeah. Or
1: like um like award seasons, too, because I know, like, for example, Oscar films, right, like tend to wait right before the Oscars. Oh, yeah. So maybe there's something there. I don't mm. know. Hmm.
0: Or maybe next month it'll just be a lot of Christmas stuff. And it's, <laughs> it's really not as complicated as we make.
1: Mariah. It <laughs> Mariah Carey's is coming for us all. <laughs>
0: All right, well, let's get into uh, this month's new music mix. Uh, we're going to start off with your pick. And um, I mean, it, it seems like this is everyone's pick right now, like everything that, that she does. But but you picked Mastermind by Taylor Swift.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, again, we, we talk a lot about the super awesome mix bump and the <laughs> fact that <laughs> I just think more people need to be listening to her. You know, I mean, she's the first artist ever to have literally all 10 on the top 10 for Billboard. Um, but, you know, she can do better. She can always do better. So here we are, you know, propping yeah. up Taylor Swift.
0: Has anyone ever occupied the top 11 spot? <laughs> right. right. I mean, there's got to be a new a new threshold for Taylor to conquer. right?
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, so that's yeah. I mean, she's she's having such an amazing release with this album. It's record breaking in more ways than one. It's really good. I mean, I've listened to it a number of times now start to finish. And I, I know our, you know, our other co-host on, on the show, um, you know, what are you listening to with Jen Tolley? She's absolutely a Taylor fan and she's been listening to it nonstop. But of all the songs that uh, I go back to, this is probably my my number one on the album. Um, you know, I just love how the song flows. I love the lyrics. I think it's kind of like peak Taylor Swift, uh, at least peak like pop Taylor Swift, Um it's airy. It's kind of hopeful. It's exciting. You know, it's literally a song about her kind of being a mastermind and, and, and in relation to like putting together a relationship, like she saw someone, she liked him, she decided like, okay, you're going to be mine. And then of course the end is, is kind of funny in that he's like, yeah, I, I knew that that was happening all along. And I guess that's why they're perfect for each other. So it's like a cute song in that regard, but I just think it's a, it's a really easy one to listen to on repeat.
0: Yeah I say this all the time like I'm not the demo for Taylor Swift right like it's Mm -hmm. you know she's not writing songs for me but I still admire her as a songwriter and you know you and Jen just you know could not stop talking about this album and I finally sat down and listened to it and I was like you know what they're right like this is really good (laughs) like just (laughs) it it sounds good but I'm always just blown away by how great a songwriter she is and how her turn of phrase is just so well done and this song is a great example of that. And and I also, with this one in particular, I could hear just, I don't know, 52 different dance remixes being done of this one sure. like, pretty easily. So uh you're going to hear this in the club, I think, as well. But yeah, I mean, just a great pick. But I think you could have picked the number of songs from this album that I was like, man, that that's really good. That's really good. That's really well done. So not that she needs the praise from me. Everybody loves her. But, um, you know, as someone who admittedly is is not in the demographic, I, I do. Um, I do admire the way she's able to put together a song. It's really impressive.
1: Awesome. Um, all right. Well, let's go to your first pick track two on the mix. And it is Mountain Song by Flatland Cavalry.
0: Okay, so Samra, my first question, I predicted you would not care for this song. So I'm just going to come out and ask, did you like this song?
1: I actually really did like it. I think it's more folksy than country, which is maybe why I liked it. I I kind of tend to lean that way on that spectrum, you know? (laughs) So So, (laughs) so Flatland Calvary, they have a new album out.
0: And I, I really enjoyed the whole thing. But there were definitely a few tracks on there that were very country sounding that I'm like, ooh, Sammer's gonna, he, he's gonna hate this, right? Maybe I was just in that mode, but I was like, I want to pick a song from this. So I picked this one. I think it's the lead track. Um, and I just thought it was awesome, just the way they wrote it. You're right. It sounds a little more folksy. He's just looking out into nature and really just really appreciating it. And I think you if you've ever been out in the middle of nowhere and just taking a look around, taking in the silence and just the beauty of what's around you, I think this song is perfect for that. And so I think it's just really well written, really well sung. And um, again, the whole album's worth checking out, but it's definitely much has a much stronger country tone than uh, than this opening track.
1: Yes, it it exactly reminded me of that, um, you know, of being re- for me, I always just think about the time I went camping in Colorado and just being out on the side of the mountain. It's just absolutely gorgeous. And I think he does exactly that. He paints a really nice picture of being out in the country, being by the mountains um, you know, I just, he also mentions a bottle of Blanton, um, which is one of my favorite bourbons. It's a really good bottle of bourbon. I haven't had one in a really long time, but that was always a go-to of mine in business school. Um, <laughs> it's really good. So I loved that little nod to, to that. Um, you know, cause it's like, yeah, it's, uh, that just adds to the perceived warmth, you know, of, of being out in a campfire often, um, Often people drink in camp. I think that that those two things have a lot of overlap. That Venn diagram. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of
0: overlap there, yes.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's a really beautiful song, and, and it's yeah. It like I said, it falls more folksy for me, and I don't know. I was just comforted by it. Oddly enough, I was comforted by this song.
0: Nice. All right, your next pick. Uh, you go with. We take a. We take a very. Uh, Hard Right Turn from folksy to Unholy by Sam Smith and Kim Petras.
1: Yes, I wrote here, this is a completely different song from your pick. <laughs> I mean, I I said I couldn't think of a more opposite direction than what I just listened to to come to this song. <laughs> you, know, you go from... The wholesomeness of nature and camping and, you know, and the, and that sound to what Sam Smith and Kim Petras have put together on this one, which is like all about a guy like visiting a, I think, you know, basically a sex club based off of the music video and the lyrics. Yeah, it's um, less comforting, I would say, than the previous track. Right? <laughs> Far less comforting. It's such an imposing, like, sound. I think that they do such a good job of putting together this this track um where the lyrics really do match the sound it's like menacing in a way like you know this guy is up to no good he's literally doing something unholy which is such a great adjective um you know to describe kind of these acts like you immediately your mind immediately jumps to all these like perverse you know acts and everything and like he's cheating on his wife he's left his kids behind all this kind of stuff um the music video is really fun it's it's very like out there and very carnival-esque in a way um so you should check that out if you're if you're curious um you know this is one of those music videos where it's not even it's I don't even think it's that controversial today like again you know we talked about tame music videos back in the day yes but I think if you played this back in the day like let's say like in the 70s or 80s or even earlier people's minds would be blown but today we're like yeah that's cool that looks great (laughs) yeah you think
0: about something like Madonna's justify my love right which was a Mm -hmm. really controversial song and video and all of that and then I mean, this is like a, a level up from that, really, right? And uh, its I thought it was impressive because it's so different than what I have in my mind for Sam Smith. And, mm-hmm. and so it was interesting reading about this song because he said it was like a very freeing experience, like recording this song. And I could see that because, again, I'm kind of used to him writing sort of the – he's got an amazing voice and just sort of the slower kind of love song type things uh, where he really shows off his range. And so this was kind of impressive to to put this something like this together that was just so very different than what I'm used to. So, um, but I love the word you used, imposing. I was like, that's that's a good way to describe the beat here.
1: Yeah, no, it's really good. He or excuse me, I actually believe his preferred pronouns are they. So they were saying in an yeah all good all good. Um, They were saying in an interview uh, with Zane Lowe that I was watching. He talked, or they talked about that, like feeling free. They recorded it in Jamaica, which is a pretty cool place to go and, and put together, you know, a single. And it's hard <laughs> not to feel great. free when
0: you're in Jamaica,
1: right? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but yes, a great song overall, and one that I've had on repeat for quite some time now. But let's move forward to track four, uh, your next pick, and it is Francesca by Weezer.
0: Yeah, we had to check back in with our friends Weezer. They've been doing the season. Eps all year long, you know. So they did spring, summer, fall, and winter, and um, this one's off the fall album. And you know, we we joke about the uh, Weezer filter being put on everything, so it sounds just yeah. like Weezer, right? But I, I've really enjoyed all the work they've put out this year on these little Eps that they've been doing. Um, this one's really cool because Rivers Cuomo decided to write a song from the perspective of Napoleon writing to josephine and and thinking about how maybe they've they've kind of you know lost this uh this paradise that they were trying to build up and uh it's really kind of funny when you think about that and listen to the song um as it is it's just a really enjoyable kind of love song and um yeah definitely worth a listen but just a classic weezer track
1: It is. It is definitely a classic Weezer track. It has that sound. I was laughing whenever I discovered that it is quite literally written about, as you said, Napoleon and (laughs) Josephine. Because, you know, at first pass, like hearing the words Waterloo in a song, like we use Waterloo as, you know, like a metaphor for like a disaster and something going wrong. So I thought like, oh yeah, you know, like... He could just be writing about a metaphor of Waterloo. But it's like, nope, it's quite literally that. And and that's why the song also has like little French words thrown in. Yeah. I love the lines like, I'm literally dying, victim of a coup. Like it's quite it's quite literally about Napoleon writing <laughs> to <laughs> Josephine. <laughs> so I loved that. I don't know why it's on the autumn mix for them. Uh, I'm curious about why they chose that to go on the autumn mix. Yeah. But, I'm not sure. You know, maybe it's like autumn <laughs> is a time to reflect on your life or something. Uh, maybe. Perhaps. Yeah,
0: I think it'd be interesting <laughs> when all four come out to kind of put them next to each other to see how they how they are different or the same or or kind of follow the seasons. I think that'll be really fun.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely.
0: All right, your next pick. You went with Lift Off by Labyrinth.
1: Yeah, so this is coming off of a new album coming out soon by Labyrinth called Ends and Begins. Uh, I think, funny enough, this song is featured in a Cadillac commercial, which is how I was first introduced to it, um, and started digging around and was like, oh, right, he does have new music coming out. So Labyrinth, as I've mentioned before in the show, was introduced to me through the show uh, Euphoria, and like I think all of his tracks have kind of this sound um always does like a great job of kind of mixing in in this case like an organ element to it which again makes it just sound very large and looming you get the sense of like a liftoff coming soon i think it also it works really well like with interstellar and the music um you know the soundtrack to interstellar by believe why am i blanking i love it is that zimmer hans zimmer i believe Yeah, yeah yeah um Yeah, and like how much he like just slams on the organs as if someone's just falling on top of an organ. It's some of those tracks, um, which now we just like, you know, liken to space, I guess. So I really like that song. I'm just more excited that there is, you know, new music coming out from Labyrinth and curious to to hear the full album whenever it comes out.
0: So I haven't watched the show Euphoria, so I'm not as familiar with his music. And when I was listening to this, I kept thinking does this guy have sort of a Latin background or influence? Like there was a little bit of a Latin feel to this song, I felt like. And uh, turns out I was completely wrong. Um, but I still enjoyed the track. Like it wasn't a negative thing. But it was just interesting, like the way I heard it. And then when I kind of dug in and did some research, I was like, oh, okay. Maybe I was mishearing that. But either way, uh, it's a great song. I uh, Totally with you. Um, he also mentions, there's a mention in here of King T'Challa. Uh, from Black Panther, which is appropriate because the new Black Panther movie is uh, is coming out, or actually may may be out by the time uh, this recording's released.
1: Right. Yes, I know. And I was really tempted to put the new Rihanna song on there. Speaking of Black Panther, I thought um, about that too. Excellent. Yes. Yeah. So a, a notable mention here of the new Rihanna song. Be sure to listen to that if if you haven't already heard it. Uh, but in the meantime, let's move on to your next pick, track six, and it is "I'm in Love with You" by the nineteen seventy five.
0: Yeah, so the 1975 is one of these bands that I've, I've heard of. And it turns out they've been around for 20 years, which I was shocked to read. I was like, wait a minute. I feel like they just are brand new. But um, they've been around for a while, and I've never like dug into their music. So they had a new album come out, and I love the title of it. It's called Being Funny in a Foreign Language, which I think is just a great album title. And I uh, decided to dig into it, and I was like, these guys are great. And it turns out they're in that British pop genre that i normally love so i'm like okay this is this is great this is right up my alley but um i picked this one it's just i mean there's not a whole lot to the lyrics beyond like i'm in love with you i mean it's a really simple poppy love song but i just just thought it was really good and i'm kind of looking forward now to dig into more of their back catalog because turns out they've got 20 years of music that i've completely ignored up to this point
1: (laughs) I'm so glad that that was your experience, too, because that's exactly mine. I, I wrote, like, you know, and I was thinking about it, like 1975 was a band I feel com- that I completely missed the boat on, and now I I need to catch up to their sound. Um because yeah, I, I hear a lot about them, but for whatever reason, I've just never sat down to like really listen to them. I really enjoyed this song. It's interesting. I couldn't place it if it sounded more 80s or like 90s boy band-ish. I think that the topic of the song is why it kind of has that light and pop and, and like joyful sound. Um but you're right. It is like a very nice, pleasant song. I really enjoyed listening to it. And I would love to get more into the 1975. We, we might need to have someone put together an intro to them for us oh, uh, yes, so, yes. so that we can uh, dig in and, and kind of understand their, their 20 years of music a little bit better. Yeah, we need a
0: 1975 <laughs> super fan to come out. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with that. I felt it was more 80s. I was like, these guys are called the 1975, but this sounds straight out of 1985. (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, they sounded more 80s, but, um, this band, of course, everyone knows from the 90s, but they've got new music. This is Beguiled by Smashing Pumpkins.
1: Yeah. Again, like a completely different turn from the previous song. Uh, it's funny how we kind of whiplash on this mix, but (laughs) Uh, Smashing Pumpkins has a new album coming out um, called Atum, A-T-U-M. And this is just like that super hard rock sound that I love from Smashing Pumpkins. Like it is, you know, they're kind of going back to that very grungy hard rock sound here. Um, Very excited that they're making new music. I think, you know, the lyrics in this song in particular kind of remind me of some of A Perfect Circle's like heavier um, rock music. So uh, with Maynard, you know, at the lead there from Tool. And yeah, I just think it's like a great kind of angry rock song. I've been enjoying it whenever I just need to be like amped up or if I'm feeling kind of like I've got too much energy, I need to burn it. I just put my headphones on, I crank this and can really rock out to it. There's this part where like the guitar is like struck a few times, right? Leading into the second verse that just sounds so good turned up. Um, So yeah, in general, just an amazing rock song uh, that I'm again, super excited that Smashing Pumpkins is releasing new music. I can't wait for this full album.
0: I, I wrote this was probably the most surprising track uh, of your picks because you, you're right. Based on like the more recent Smashing Pumpkin stuff, it, it was just, it almost took on a softer tone from the stuff of in the 90s when they first came out and they were just like hardcore, like rock band, right? And so mm-hmm. this started up, and I like had to kind of look down to be like, wait a minute, what am I listening to? Here? I, was like, <laughs> I was like, whoa, this sounds like the old Smashing Pumpkins. Not old, I mean it's definitely new. It's definitely a newer sound to it, but but more like that harder rock stuff, like you said. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed this one just because of that. I love the energy that came with it, and. uh I don't know. I've listened to it a few times uh, on this mix. I was like, man, this is this is well done. I'm interested because this this new album is kind of at least by the title indicates it's some sort of rock opera. So I kind of want to get into the full album to see um, how this song fits into the, the bigger scheme there.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'll be really interesting. All right, but let's move on to um, the next pick, track eight. And I'm really excited about this one in particular to talk through. So it is Empty Stomachs and Bloodshot Eyes by Jake Swamp and The Pine.
0: Okay, so we've talked about this before. One of the cool things that has happened to us, you know, having this podcast is we will just get people reaching out and telling us, hey, this this artist has a new album coming out or this artist has a new album coming out. And um that's how we discovered this one uh so they reached out and a little spoiler alert okay we may be having someone from jake swamp and the pine on the show very soon uh so if you like this track uh you're gonna get to know this band pretty well here uh, in the coming weeks so um yeah we and, and when we get those submissions so if there's any like pr people listening we listen to all of them or at least mm-hmm. i do right like it's always like all right let me check this out see what it is Um, And I just thought this was great. This was a really good song, kind of folksy singer-songwriter type of song. And um, the feel of it is just kind of reminiscing back to when you were younger and, you know, in high school or college. Like, they talk about staying up all night, and that's where the title comes from. Like, because you wait, you know, in the morning you've got, you know, empty stomachs and bloodshot eyes. And uh, I just thought this was a... Really well written song. I, I love the title, and and then getting into their whole catalog, I thought they had a lot of cool stuff too. So really looking forward to having them on the show.
1: Yeah, I hope uh, I hope that recording date works out, um, and and we're able to talk to them more. But you're right. Like I was immediately hooked from the opening sound of this song. I think it's like a, it's kind of a happy sounding one. I just love the mood. Um, and yes, like definitely have, you know, a lot of memories of, of (laughs) like rolling into a day where you're starving, you're tired and you're expected to take like six hours (laughs) worth of finals or something like that. You know, like (laughs) it's, it can be rough. Or you have
0: literally nothing to do the next day. So it's like, let's just stay up all night. I don't know. What do you have to do? What do you have to wake up for?
1: Right. But yeah, it's so fun. I, I've also really loved that about this podcast that, um, you know, we get reached sharp reached out by, by PR agencies and uh, repping musicians. Um, and that's, that's been such a gift. It's awesome to be introduced to all kinds of new music, big and small.
0: All right. So we go small, small on that one. Let's go big with track nine. Your pick was Eddie by the red hot chili peppers.
1: Yeah. Another, (laughs) another band that needs our help. Um, (laughs) they have (laughs) 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 just like Taylor. Um, You know, we're getting it all wrong. These are the small bands. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yes, Eddie by Red Hot Chili Peppers. They've released two albums this year, which is amazing. Um, So they like reformed the, you know, one of the OG groups um, and have just been really busy releasing new music. This one in particular is dedicated to um, Eddie Van Halen. And so it's, you know, inspired by him and kind of writes about his experience in music. And and so the the lyrics really talk from his point of view. So it's funny, we had one kind of written from Napoleon, and this one's written from Eddie Van Halen's point of view. (laughs) Um, The opening guitar notes, I think, is quite literally the song, By the Way, sped up. I think it's the exact same opening chords to the song, By the Way, by Red Hot Chili Peppers. If you play that one and then play this one, you'll see what I'm talking about. So that was like an immediate kind of attention grabber. I'm sure they did that on purpose. Um, I think, yeah, the guitar solo here, of course, it has to have like a shredding amazing guitar solo, because it's a song about Eddie Van Halen. And so how could it not? But what I love about this one in particular is that there's like the, the solo, but then it just kind of continues and bleeds into the, the you know, the last verse and then kind of goes into the outro of the song. So it never really ends, even as the song like moves forward. And I just think that that is so cool. And the way it plays out is it's just like a scorching like way of kind of going out on that song. So really, really have loved listening to this one off of their most recent album.
0: And the song is like six and a half minutes long or something like that. Yeah, it's a really long really, song. Yes. So I started listening to this, again, not knowing anything about it beyond the title and it's Red Hot Chili Peppers. So you're right. First beginning chords immediately made me think of Red Hot Chili Peppers, right? So I think you're right about sort of that chord similarity. But then as the song goes on, when it got to the guitar solo... I was like, this is is awesome, right? And I still hadn't made the connection with Eddie Van Halen. And then, like, as he's playing, it was just actually the solo that made me start thinking a little bit of Eddie Van Halen. And then they go back to the lyrics, and, you know, they kind of make it really obvious after a while, even referencing, like, David Lee Roth. And so I was like, oh, my God, this is incredible, right? Like, what it does. And you're right, that guitar solo never really stops. It just kind of lingers on as they finish out the song, which I thought was such a cool uh, cool effect as well. And I guess Flea wrote this right after Eddie Van Halen passed away. Uh, He was kind of inspired to write this and then everyone sort of contributed um, their parts thereafter, but it was um, yeah, I I just thought it was a really good song, really good offering by Red Hot Chili Peppers.
1: Yeah, and the rest of the album is excellent, so um, definitely check it out. It's, It's really good. I've listened to it a couple times now, start to finish, so good stuff all right um home stretch here track 10 a again a lot of whiplash on this track this one is really <laughs> funny um this is stfu featuring rick nielsen by todd Rundgren.
0: yeah todd Rundgren has been around forever um he he writes um so, there's so many eclectic songs by him one they they sound very like he really runs the gamut and on this new album he does a ton of collab collaborations and and there's a ton of different music on this and I, and I picked this song uh one because I love the sound of it I love the energy but but then just the the message of it the shut the f up um kind of chorus and they actually say the word okay so just little little warning there if you're going to play the song with with your kids in the car right but um I don't know it hit me at the perfect time because Samra, I don't know about you But here in Texas, I've been getting a ton of uh, mail, a ton of robocalls, and a ton of text messages around these midterm elections, right? I'm not trying to downplay voting, okay? That's not the point (laughs) here, right? (laughs) Right. But sometimes <laughs> right. I just want all these politicians to shut the F up, okay? <laughs> and if I get one more text saying we need just $10 to put so-and-so candidate over the top, like, I'm not giving you any money,
1: okay? <laughs> I I feel your pain. I'm getting inundated <laughs> with... It's like every ad between... Like, if you watch live TV, every ad between... Like, in the commercial break is a political ad. And it's whiplash. It's too much. It's like both parties just like hitting you over the head with their messaging about, no, that person's the worst. And they're like, no, 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 this person's the worst. And you're like, okay, I get it. Everyone's the worst.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it seems like whatever happens on election day, if you just line these ads up together, whatever happens, the world's going to end. (laughs) right because that's That's essentially the the prediction that has been laid out by both parties (laughs) is that if so-and-so wins this election we're done and if so-and-so wins the election we're done well we're done i'm I'm kind of coming to the same conclusion here guys
1: (laughs) but you know what get out there rock the vote it's important to vote (laughs) it really is local election state election federal do it all have fun with it it's good it's a good thing um but you're right like this song is is a great anthem for that and I think it's also kind of clever because to the point of, you know, like, no matter what, people will just say that the world is ending. I think you could point this at anyone. Like, you could listen to this song and be like, oh, yeah, this is definitely about that party or that politician or that, yes. you know, media personality. And then the other person would listen to is like, no, 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 this is definitely about this other person. Like, how could it not be? So I think that is really cleverly done where it's just a universal, you know, shut the F up. And you can point it at whoever you want That's to right. and feel so, good about it.
0: So whatever side, whatever party you're on, I mean, you could crank this up and just, yeah, just think about the person. And you want to shut the F up, okay? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, track 11. You've got Electrify My Love by Mondo Cosmo.
1: Yeah, so this is actually new music that came out way earlier this year, back in April. Um, but I discovered it, and I was like, okay, I'm going to break the rules a little bit. Uh, it didn't just come out, but it is so worth putting on a mix. I know you're shaking your head. The listeners can't see that. You're so disappointed. <laughs> Um, but you know what? I, this opens up the album. Um, the album is called, this is for the barbarians, which is another great album title. And it's just one of these songs that just immediately puts me in a good mood. It's one of these like joyful songs. I think like the lyrics, um, the sound effects that are kind of thrown in here are whimsical in nature. Like, you know, he's got this Bob Dylan sound, I believe. And, and I read like an editor's note on, on his music and they mentioned Bob Dylan too. Um, I don't know if he likens himself as the Bob Dylan of Gen X or if if the writer, uh, you know, speaking of his music, kind of put that label on him. But I think it works because really every now and then when he's singing lines, you do hear that that um, influence. And the whole album, again, is is really, really good start to finish. He covers a lot of topics um, and a lot of, like, recent events and things that, like, we're all dealing with as, as people. So um, really, really enjoyed this. Worth a shout out, you know, coming in late. Uh, late in the year I had to throw it in on a new music mix
0: Yeah, I uh, I love I read that he actually wrote the song to be the first track on that album Which I really appreciate that intentionality Like I want to write something that's going to open an album I feel like nowadays it's more about You know, just getting the single out there And getting a lot of listens to, this, to the one song So I like when people sort of form an album around the song So I appreciate that and yeah this one I, I love how it just kind of builds up, and then the backup singers come in and and it really mm-hmm. is kind of beautiful like when they when they get to the chorus and as the song progresses like it's a, it's a really great song, so I'm really glad, even though you broke the rules that you included it on this mix
1: <laughs> yes, I'm so sorry, I'll pay penance for that <laughs> um <laughs> Well, if actually, I, I'll redeem the penance I need to pay because I had to listen to Bruce Springsteen on a new music mix, which I never thought was going to happen. But here we are, and it is appropriately called <laughs> Don't Play That Song by Bruce Springsteen.
0: <laughs> yeah, so Bruce Springsteen has a new album this month uh, called Only the Strong Survive, and it is a it's a cover album. He um, he just is putting out. He's redone all these Motown and soul uh, hits from the past. And the thing I think is really cool about that is that you can listen to this album, then kind of do a deep dive into some Motown and soul artists that maybe you forgot or maybe you never knew. And so it's a great way to kind of get you into some older music that um, is pretty fantastic. But this one. Uh, it's a song that was originally done by Ben E. King and then later kind of famously done by Aretha Franklin. Um, the gist of the song is simply, you know, someone, the, the, the main character in the song is asking a, a DJ, essentially, not to play that song because it reminds him of, like, heartache. And mm-hmm. uh, so it's just, a, I think it's a really, I think it speaks to, in that era, there were so many cleverly written songs. I think that's what I love so much about old you know, Motown and R and B songs and um Bruce does a really good job of it here and I'm really looking forward to this album when it comes out.
1: Yeah, I think I, I love that. Um you know and I, I really loved the lyrics and it's cool that he's he's, you know, doing a cover album because why why wouldn't he? I feel like he could do just about anything. He could cover <laughs> like Rage Against the Machine and yeah. probably <laughs> probably be really interesting. yeah <laughs> um, you know, when, you, when you're worth almost a billion dollars and, and you're kind of like semi-retired, why not? Yeah. Um, yeah, why not? No, this is really good. It's a great song. I, I really enjoyed the lyrics. I, I love kind of the spin he puts on it. Um, you know, we talk about the the Weezer sound. Like, this is definitely like the Bruce sound, I yeah. think, in, in effect. So uh, it works really well. And But I was just very much like laughing that I was... I always thought I was safe from, from you know, a, a track by him on, on new music. But <laughs> here we are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I somehow snuck on Bruce Springsteen with a cover song onto a new new music mix but, <laughs> hey we're all breaking rules I guess um all right well there you have it another super awesome mix for your collection this time some new music and like we said this is going to be a monthly edition for us so really excited about that going forward um, but we've got plenty of other mixes to work on so we'll get to work there and for samura this is Matt and we'll see you next time